0: Some cardboard boxes. What's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? It is valuable and take it out of the package. A lot of times we get so caught up in the design that we forget the packaging we're designing is actually going to live in real life. It's going to live on a shelf. Somebody's going to experience it, whether it's a consumer, a staff member, fulfillment center. All these different people are going to interact with that packaging that you're creating. And it's important to make sure that we take the time away from the computer and get out into either going to the stores see the product on shelf. Be kind of like a creeper and just watch people shop your product. See how they pick it up. What's the first panel they look at? What's the second thing they do? Do they flip it over? do They turn it upside down. Just pay attention to the direction that people are interacting with your packaging because you know the pack. The brand knows the pack. And you're going to interact with it in a way that's too familiar and you want to really put it in front of people. What you don't want to do is do focus groups. Focus groups are, are never, they're never the greatest because it depends on who's managing the group and then what the incentive is for the group. If they're getting paid, if they're getting lunch, whatever the, whatever the structure is, there's an incentive for them too. But if you're you know, really just out there in the market and watching people interact with the packaging, that's where you're going to get real raw feedback. And stop somebody if they've taken that product and put it in their cart, if they've taken that product and brought it to the counter. Let's ask, why did you flip the box over? Why did you pick this product over this product? Which you typically don't want to ask, like, why did you buy my product instead of the other product? You don't want to sow doubt in that consumer and be like, oh, maybe I should have bought the other product. But it's what you need to do. You've got to find out why they make the decisions that they do from how they interact with it, how they're flipping it, why they've chosen that one. Maybe it's because that's the product their mom bought when they were kids. So it's just, Ingrained in them that that's what you buy. I know for me, I buy Hellman's Best Foods mayonnaise because that's what I grew up with. So that's what I buy now. I don't even think about it. I don't care what the packaging looks like on anything else, whether it's craft or a disgusting stuff that's white and it has like a tangy taste. I can't even remember what it's called. Miracle Whip. See, I can't even think of it. It's so gross. But I just buy the Best Foods because that's what I grew up with. Packaging doesn't matter. It's just, I know it's a yellow label, it's got a blue ribbon, and the product's white with a blue lid. Done. So same thing. Why did they buy your product? Why did they pick it up? When they flip it over, what were they looking for? Were they looking for uh, maybe measurements, maybe photos to see what the product looks like? Uh, maybe they're expecting something different on, on, on the side of it. What are they looking for? Because maybe they're used to buying a different product and that's where the information is. I'm just kind of figuring these things out. So it's really important to get out there and do that. And it's also important if you're in like say retail or electronics or anything where a, pro- where a client has to bring the product up to the counter to check out or to ask questions or have them pack it up for them how are they packing that product? Where does the packaging live? Is it under the counter? Is it in the back stock? Is there a a display product with no packaging? And then the staff has to go into the back and get the packaging. Okay. So then the consumer is not interacting with the packaging at the purchasing decision point, but they are interacting with it when they take it home when they put it in their cart to walk it out to their car. Who's the first person that's touching the packaging? Retail staff. Does it display well? Does it have barcodes where it needs to have barcodes so they can scan? It? Are they doing RFIDs? You know, i kind of going through all of those steps, like really walking through the entire process of experience for consumer, for staff, for everybody. Are you in the back of Best Buy and your product is up on a high shelf for there's shelving units and maybe they've, they've deemed your product needs to go up on a higher shelf? Is it too heavy? Can they stack them? Is it who's working these retail areas? Uh, I've worked with a brand where the majority of staff were not elderly, but definitely um, weren't spring chickens. And it's just that was, that's what the brand was. And some of the packaging they were receiving was way too heavy. So they'd get cases of boxes and these boxes would be like 80 pounds, 90 pounds, and they couldn't lift it. And they'd have to, you know, maybe two of them, three of them, maybe next uh, knock on the store next door and say, hey, can you help us move our packaging around? You know, these are things that when you're sitting here at the computer, clicking away, designing beautiful packaging, you don't consider, but you have to consider everybody. In that example, what happened is ended up talking to a manufacturer and saying, you need need to pack these out in fewer cartons per master carton so that these people could move it. So maybe they'd receive three boxes instead of one big box, but it will allow each one of them to pick up a box and move it, give them the independence to do their job, make sure that they're doing it safely and make sure that they're having a, a good experience with the packaging and they're not trying to push this 80 pound box versus lifting it. So just kind of thinking of all the different ways that things can either go wrong or go right with your packaging and think about every single person in the process from, um, again, consumer, why are they picking it up? Why are they flipping it over? Why, what are they looking for? Staff members, you know, where does it go? Is it stacking? Is it not stacking? Um, is it too heavy to stack? Is it too small? Making sure that you understand what their process is. Are they scanning it for RFID for inventory? Are they, um, you know, there are there five different variations of it and they're just scanning by barcode in order to pick the proper product that has the barcode on the product that's on display in the store ask them are they having any confusion issues are they pulling the wrong product you know nine times out of ten and they've got to go back and pick the right one so if something like that's the case why is it, is it because the barcode is in the right place is it because you don't have enough contrast between the different colors of the product there's a million different reasons why that something like that would happen it happens all the time And from the consumer standpoint, if the staff member comes out with the wrong product, it's not like the end of the world, but it's not a seamless experience. So just kind of thinking through all those little steps. Then on the distribution side, if it's for e-commerce, what are you putting this box into to ship it? Does it really need to have an overbox? Can I make the box stronger so that you don't have to put another box on top of it just to be more sustainable? Can they just put a label on the box and ship it? And if you do that, are you making sure you're getting all the right testing done? Um, you know, going through all the different drop tests, making sure they're doing all the certification, make sure your board is certified. Like there's so many different things that can go down each path that you look at. And as a designer, if you're not going down each one of those paths, consumer, staff, store, e distribution, fulfillment, you're not gonna be able to design a complete pack. And a lot of times what we're seeing is a lot of designers will focus in one key area. I'm a graphic designer. I'm a packaging designer. I only do the surface. As a designer, sometimes you just like, I'm so busy with project A. I just finished it. I got all the graphics approved. I'm, I got to move on to project B. But if you're considerate and you're thoughtful of the entire process, you might make different decisions. It'll make your life easier and it'll make ultimately the consumer's life that much better. It never stops amazing to me how much you learn from getting out into the stores, talking to the staff. Because even if you're there with team members from the brand, they have an idea of what issues may be. But until you get in front of the staff, people, you know the staff, the consumers, people are actually interacting with the packaging. They're going to come back to you with like a million different things that you hadn't even considered. And it's because you're, you're not considering it. You may not be the consumer. You're not going through their process. From the brand side, same thing. So it's just kind of uncovering. And when you discover this together with the team and the brand, it's like, oh, wow, we have like a whole new opportunity to really, instead of maybe focusing on these three areas that we thought were the priorities, maybe this is the one thing that we can fix that will help sell more product, be more sustainable, deliver a better experience. Or, you know, you kind of reprioritize things. And it just makes, you know, at the end of the day, your goal is to help sell product, be more sustainable, and have a beautiful experience for that consumer. If you can do that, make sure your product stands out, then you're crushing it. I know you're crushing it out there, guys. So if you got any questions on, you know, maybe what questions to ask, what kind of strategy to build, uh, you know, what your goal should be, definitely reach out. Go to the package website. There's a, a little microphone button there you can click there ask a question. I'll be answering them. We've got some new episodes coming out. We're rebranding the podcast. I'll give you all the details and the podcast is going to be focused a little bit differently than it was before. We're going to focus more on education and giving you hard case studies from experts out there in different agencies, different brands, so that you can walk away from listening to this episode with some tangible, actionable items. Um, We love hearing stories from the brands. We love hearing stories from the agencies, but we really want to make sure that you're walking away with something that you can actually do. So for today, ask questions, get out from behind your computer, go to the store and watch people shop. That's going to change the way you design 100%. So get out there, do that. Let us know what you think, when you do, if you find anything different or if you've been doing it right, we'd love to hear that too. That's it for the show. Thanks so much for joining us on Package Design Unboxed. If you have any questions, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm always available for questions. Once again, check us out at packagedesignunboxed.com.